Take two! Oi, oi! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Football Fiends Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Barkley, and across the table from me is my good friend, avid rival, a man that has sat with me through technical difficulties that made us re-record the first ten minutes of this podcast again. I appreciate your patience, my friend. Chris Calderon. Chris, how you doing? Good. How about you? Good. Been real good. <laughs> I would sit with you through any technical difficulties. I, I appreciate that. That's what makes you a true friend. Yeah. Thank you. I really thought you were just going to get up and leave and be like, fuck this, man. <laughs> no, no. Not going to do that. No. Okay. <laughs> so uh, how was your weekend? How was uh, how you been since we last recorded? Been good, man. Been good. Uh, sad part. I did miss uh, your team play in the Europa League. You didn't miss anything. Don't worry. Okay. Then second bad part was uh, I got to see like the 60th minute of the second half of the final City and Chelsea. But other than that, it was good. <laughs> so can't complain. There you go. That was a good Memorial Day, too. Was all right? Yeah. 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 Uh, you did, did a barbecue. Enjoyed so. your long weekend. Did you, uh, you didn't have to work Monday, did you? I did not have to work Monday. Nice. So beautiful. I actually called in sick Friday, too. boy. Yeah. I, I appreciate the play. Yeah. I appreciate the move. But isn't that, isn't that funny? Call in sick Friday, go work Saturday? Yeah, that's a, that was That's dope. weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> that made no sense, actually, no, now that no, I think about no, it. No. You wonder why you had to work Saturday, because you didn't work Friday. Yeah, that was that's a... exactly what it was. Sounds like you really shot yourself in the foot there, eh, bud? I did. I did. <laughs> I did. I was just tired, so. <laughs> Whatever, I made it up Friday, or Saturday, I guess. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I guess we've had... What really only two big games since, since um, the end of the season? Since yes, we were, since we recorded. Um, I mean, two big soccer games. I've been watching a lot of the NHL playoffs. <laughs> fucking Bruins, fucking Knights. Well, I've been watching the Knights, so I mean, those hits are pretty good, though. It's been an issue. The night, the Knights, the Knights better not fucking blow it. Mm. I need the Knights to make it to the final. First game, this first game of the second round, that was bad. Yeah, well, yeah, six one to the Avs. The Avs are just rolling, man. <laughs> They're yeah, just so fucking. Nathan McKinnon is the next one. Nathan McKinnon is the next one. That guy's awesome. I don't know many hockey players. I just started watching. I know uh, what's his name, Ryan Reeves. Yep. That's, he's like the equivalent of Van Bommel. <laughs> like he hit hard. I, I I thought he was more of a Yapstam kind of guy, mm-hmm. you yeah, know, see that, yeah. or um, Vinnie Jones. Yeah, too. Yeah, he's just just, just get paid to kill. Yeah, like that's, that, that's what he's here for, and that's awesome. Yeah, so can't complain. Anyway, you're not a payer. You're not here to listen to us talk about hockey. No, you're here to listen to talk of us. Yeah, man, the best. Excuse me, everybody. <laughs> Technical and mental difficulties now. That's I okay. just had a stroke. Um, <laughs> you smell toast? <laughs> Is that me? <laughs> That's so bad. You're here to listen to us talk about football. Sack the moon. El football. So since we last recorded, we um, we had a game happen on Wednesday, last Wednesday, that... Um, I would say I shouldn't care about, but I really cared about it. 
I think all United fans cared about it. Man United won. Villarreal won. Villarreal 11 <laughs> to 10 on penalties. The Europa League final. Yeah, so I saw so I saw the highlights on YouTube. I went on YouTube cuz I was curious and I went. So okay, first thing though before I get into that we're going back to the same old question. Is it the players or is it the coach? I honestly think it's the players at this point. No, no, no. Okay. I but I, I don't like Pogba at all. He he was playing just, well. Here's here's my problem. So Ole Gunnar Solskjaer I think is a great team or is a great player manager. He's a great player manager. He knows what players need to hear to get them motivated and up and ready for the game. Where he is not good is substitutions. <laughs> Fred. We <laughs> didn't make a sub until the 90th fucking minute into like going into extra time was our first sub. And we brought on fucking Fred. <laughs> Fucking Fred. Are you kidding me? Okay. If you had to choose. Uh, I forget his name. Uh, with the afro. You guys, you, you love them. You Fellaini? Know. Are you yes. thinking Marlon Fellaini? Okay. Hit Fred or Fellaini? Fuck. Um, <laughs> if you had to choose. Let's say here's- 90th minute like that happened. Fred or Fellaini? Who would you choose? So in the 90th minute? Yeah. Like I would I would have to go I would have to go Fellaini. Really? My okay. my I'll problem is <laughs> my problem is with Fellaini, you knew he was at least good to get ahead on the ball at some point and you know try and fight, you know, for something. Fred, when Fred is off, Fred might be the worst fucking player. <laughs> in the entire league. Like there's times there's times where it looks like he's trying to give the ball away to the opponents. Man, entire league. Wow. I but the thing is too though when Fred is on as a CDM when he's when he's got his day, you know, when he's really firing on all cylinders, mm-hmm. he looks like Ngolo Conte. No. No, 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 no. Okay, okay, hear me out. The difference between <laughs> difference between Fred and Ngolo Conte is Ngolo Conte is always Ngolo Conte. Fred is Ngolo Conte and then he turns into into some dude from Sheffield. Like <laughs> like flips a switch and he's not Fred and he's not good anymore. Like when Fred loses confidence, he's the most mentally weak player on our team. I will say that right now. Because he could be banging passes left and right and banking tackles and, you know, running full sprint up and down the field and getting involved in the attack. And then he makes one bad pass that becomes a turnover, and suddenly the rest of his passes become bad passes that are turnovers. Like, he, it, it, he breaks mentally, and he fucking can't keep up, which is why I did not want him on the fucking field So then, at so the 100th minute, 100th minute. So then... Ole Gunner is at fault for that. Then, I so would, who who would who would have been best to sub in 
on that game. Well, so my problem was that he benched Mason Greenwood. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Like, Mason had been having a very good game. He'd been having a very good game. I was surprised that he came off, actually, instead of um, Marcus Rashford. Rashi was not having a good day. Well, I mean, of course, you know, we watch when we watch, we watch it on television. Do you think he might have seen something that we didn't see to sub in Fred? So my problem was we got to extra time and then Ole decided, okay, we're going to play for penalties now, which was exactly what Villarreal wanted. So he decided to lock it down, take off an attacker, put in a, another CDM, okay. and just block the middle. So maybe he had high hopes of winning in PKs then. That's that's, that's what he what wanted. He decided, okay, well, we're clearly not going to be able to get anything. Because Villarreal, so Unai Emery is probably the king of finals. You know what I mean? That's weird, huh? That guy is so fucking good. When he when it takes like getting to finals, he won a final with Arsenal. He won the FA Cup with Arsenal, and then he got fired. Yeah, it's it's weird. Nami Emery is is one of those coaches that just has that look. Once you get to a final, he'll win it. Yeah, like it's he it's just weird. needs to get you there. Yeah, and I mean, look, he he brought he brought Villarreal their very first major trophy. Yes. Villarreal has never won the Spanish League. No. They have never won the Copa uh, del Rey. They have never won Europa League or Champions League before this week. Yeah. Are you looking at tires right now? No, sorry. Are you thought, looking at fucking no, tires no, right no, now? No, I am I, pouring my heart and soul out. <laughs> no, it's just, I thought you would want to bask in this moment of me crying <laughs> and breaking down. No, I thought I had that. I thought I because I looked that up also, but I, I don't have it apparently. But. No, I, I did look that up also that they did not I haven't won <laughs> they, a major they, trophy. They've never won a major trophy yeah. ever. And yeah. it comes against Manchester United. Because I think so Unai Emery had drilled his guys. It's it's the classic way that we've been beaten all year. We've never been beaten from open play. It's always some stupid set piece that, you know, they score on and then immediately everybody parks the bus. It was like Villarreal had that one chance, went up one nil, and then just set. I mean, who did you did? Was there only one striker, just Cavani, and who else would have? Well, been no. There? So we had Rashford and Greenwood that were always attacking too. Okay. We had all of our attacking power out there. That's the problem. We had Rashford, Pogba, uh, Bruno, Cavani, and Greenwood. It just wasn't as starting, and they just they they could not find a way to break down. And here was my problem. So, three or four times, Rashi drove straight right at the right winger, right. or right at the uh, yeah, right at the right wing uh, back. Beat him every time. Got to the goal line, put in a cross, and we got an attempt on it. Mason Green was doing the exact same thing. Drove straight at the defender, beat him, put in a cross. We had an attempt at it. Cavani drove straight at the defender, made a move, beat him, and you know. Had to put in a, a pass ball, a pass to you know try and set up another opportunity. We had the chances if we had just gone to an individual style like we were like we usually do with our attack. The problem was, I feel like they were told not to do that this game. It felt like it was a lot of. I think I saw more passes between Eric Bailly and Victor Lindelof than I did between um, Cavani. 
and Greenwood, or Cavani or and Rashford, or Bruno and Pogba, or Bruno and Greenwood. Like the ball, it was constantly just getting circled around their eighteen. With absolutely no attempt to try and penetrate, so we had four guys standing on their standing on line with their defense, and nobody ever tried to make a run. So we never had a like Bruno had a couple opportunities where he, he made a pretty good pass in. You know, it was it was looking like it was going to be. We had the chances, but the problem was like we just decided that because they were stacking nine guys in the box, we weren't going to try and drive at anybody. And I know this is when I usually hammer Marcus Rashford for playing too much hero ball. What we needed on Wednesday was hero ball. <laughs> well, because he had he could have. All those attack all of our attackers are better than all of Villarreal's defenders. One on one, they can smash all of them at any time. Right. And they just weren't fucking using it. And it was driving me fucking insane. It was constantly like, boom, we're at their 18, we get it off to the side, and then circle around back over to the left, and then around the 18 to the right, and then around the 18 to the so, left, and then, so, we, then we do a shit pass in the middle, and it gets fucking turned So off. then Villarreal had basically a good defending system then. I think it was just our unwillingness to actually put in risky balls. I think, I think well, Ole has played against... Uh, <laughs> I had a brain fart also. <laughs> Always played against a lot of guys. You're gonna have to come up with something. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> the coach, Una Emery. Yes, yes. <laughs> so he's played against Emery because, of course, you know he was uh, coaching Arsenal, so he kind of knows that style of play in a way. Yeah, in a way, I, it's Arsenal. So, but he kind of knows what's going on. So, super. Okay. And uh, so I think that's that probably could have been it. Maybe uh, Ole kind of knew, like, okay, if I attack against him, he's more of an attacking kind of coach. You know, things like that, I think, come into play a lot of the time when a coach goes up against somebody that they played against in a different league. Exactly, yeah. So I think that's what it was. I mean, because passing, like what you just said, Villarreal had – or. United had 692 passes yep. in that game. Yep. Against 451. Exactly. That's that's insane. Our, so, I think our possession ended up being like 65 to 35 or something yeah, like that. 61 to 39. Yeah. See. Yeah, that's 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 insane. It's uh, I maybe he had like a good system going on and. It's, okay, it's, just, it's a problem that we've always come across. It's like the second we have a guy that just decides, all right, we're just gonna get one up and then just sit and sit. And sit some more. That's right. And we're just gonna keep sitting. Yeah, that's hard. That's why we. That's why we had trouble beating Tottenham this year. Like we, we fucking Jose was the king of. All right, sit and counter. Sit and counter. Yeah. And Unai knew all he had to do was get through 120 minutes. Just get the team through 120 minutes, and we can beat them on penalties. You want to know why he could beat us on penalties? Right. Because our goalkeeper was David to fucking hail. No, no. Okay. Okay. Let me, let me, hear, let me I, hear this. Let me hear this. Okay. I can't. I can't uh, say is David the Hayes' fault. Honestly. Oh really? Well, really. I mean, come on. It's, really. They're PKs. I'm afraid to take PKs. That's, okay. Okay. <laughs> and I'm not a goalie. Did you know David de Gea hasn't saved a penalty kick since 
April 23rd, 2016. Okay. Penalties are in his strong suit. My 25th birthday <laughs> was the last time David De Gea saved a penalty kick. <laughs> and that's the guy that you want in there? That's the guy that you decide needs to be in there. I mean, I don't know. I you know, I can't. David De Gea, to me, will still be like a... Like, for those phenomenal outside-range stops, he's phenomenal at that. Look, what he's I done guess. for the club, I cannot deny. What he what he was as a player, I cannot deny. All right? But that form is past, and frankly, if you're playing for penalty kicks, why would you bring on Fred and not, I don't know, somebody that saved a penalty in the last five years in Dean Henderson? Here's the thing, too. So they actually showed uh, – somebody took a picture of um, – like, you know, obviously nowadays everybody has their analytics and, you know, looks up all, you know right. – like, like and penalty, you know, stats, stats or whatever. Literally, I can't remember. I think it was Moreno. If David Dea had just paid attention to his sheet and sat central, he would have stopped the shot. Right. But he doesn't pay attention to it. So, Devin De Gea goes out and uses his own instincts. Instincts that haven't worked in five fucking years. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. Five it's, fucking years, Calderon! It's just... Five years! It, it's... I mean, I, I don't know. I, I really, he has now not just, saved his last 39 penalties. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's just... Some, like, you know, they're blaming him. You know, because he hasn't, like I just said, you know, but I don't know. I It's just, it's just different. I mean, for example, like, let's say when a striker goes on a drought, you know, they haven't scored a goal since like 2018, you know, so it's just, I don't know. It's <laughs> if a striker hasn't scored a goal since 2018 <laughs> in the Premier I League, I know he's I'm currently just... in the MLS. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. It's just it's just hard to to bring down the hair. I guess I don't, I don't know why. I I know he's not on my team and anything like that. But it's look. Just, I respect what he's done, but he is not. He is not the guy that you want to have in a penalty shootout. So then, you and think, you have six subs, and you waited until the hundred hundredth minute to make one sub. You're clearly stacking it up for you know. <laughs> these guys are my. These guys are going to start being my penalty takers. Okay, maybe you keep on Mason Greenwood, a striker, and you take off David De Gea for Dean Henderson. If you're playing that route, maybe you wait until the 120th minute to make that sub, so that Mason Greenwood has another 20 minutes where he can possibly win you the fucking game. That's where I think Ole got it wrong. That's my problem. Literally every single analytic or even just fucking watching the game, <laughs> you would have known. And like I said, I would have preferred if he had, if he had taken off Marcus Rashford and put on, you know, a Van de Beek, I wouldn't have been mad. Or put on a, a James Wilson, so, I would not have been mad. Okay, so. Or Daniel James. James yeah. Wilson. Jesus, that, <laughs> that's a throwback name if you don't know who that is. Um, you know, it's funny that you're saying that because, uh, of course, 
I'm rewatching the highlights, and I and I saw him that that after that day, but uh, bringing it up now, it's so funny that you you know you're so upset about it because Villarreal, I saw some fans also when they did a substitution, so this is Carlos Baca, their their star striker. Yeah. Okay. They subbed him out and they put Coughlin in. Yeah. People were just furious about People were that. mad. Yeah. People were so fucking pissed off. That was me with Fred. So, <laughs> yeah, so that's a, that and was And actually, to be honest, Conklin actually put in a bit of a shift. He did all right. But at that point, Unai Emery was just playing for PKs also. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, the only reason why you sub off a striker striker like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, once once you sub up a striker like that, then, then yeah, you are playing for PKs. You, you you really are. So. Yeah, and it's like we're seeing these moves being made, and Ole isn't worried about it. Yeah. Because what, he thinks David De Gea is going to somehow magically figure out how to stop a fucking penalty kick? Maybe he just needs to practice on PKs. Maybe, maybe David De Gea needs to learn how to take a fucking penalty kick. Because those who, for those who didn't know, for those who don't know, at 11 penalty kicks, that means everybody, including your keeper, has now taken a penalty. Manchester United had made 10 <laughs> and only had David De Gea left to take a penalty. Oh, man, that's just... And David yeah. De Gea does probably the weakest fucking penalty kick of the entire fucking series. Fucking bottom right corner. He tries to go for it, but the fucking Villarreal keeper's already diving that way. Yeah. He's already fucking diving. Yeah. Like... David De Gea just opened up his body, you know, 30 feet away from the ball on his run-up. The only way that he's striking that is with the inside of his foot to the right corner. Yeah. yeah. Maybe David De Gea would know not to open up his body if David De Gea actually paid attention on penalty kicks and would know, hey, you know, I need to pay attention to body language. Mm-hmm. He could he could predict the way a ball is curving, you know. He, David De Gea is probably the best at that. You know, he, he could see a ball from, you know, between three players. He knows which way it's coming. But apparently, the man doesn't understand body language because I saw he was going bottom right on that run-up. I saw it. Yeah. From my fucking chair, drinking a beer. I saw that shit. I don't know. It, it's kind of rough only uh, because it's David De Gea, I mean, World Cup winner. Get him off my team. Dang, that bad, huh? Get him off my team. Wow. It seems like he just doesn't care anymore. So just sell him then, right? Sell him. Sell him. Get him off my team. I don't want him there anymore. I would rather have Dean Henderson get a run out for the rest, for the next 10 years, than have David De Gea struggle through what clearly is a low point in his career. Ah, so bad. I don't know, man. It's Maybe just... if he had saved a penalty sometime in the last five years, I, I could I could be talked out of it. Look, I get I get saving a penalty is hard. I get it, but five years, <laughs> five years. I see. I get it. I get it because I was the same way with. Uh, Curious, yeah. I yeah. I I rather yeah. not say his name. I always try least, to forget see, his name. But you know, Curious is entirely justified. <laughs> <laughs> David De Gea is still a world class keeper. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. He's still a world class keeper. Any team would love to have him. But for what he's getting paid right now, 
Just get rid of him. I, I'm sorry, man. I would rather sell him, get some money, and bring in a central defensive midfielder to replace Fred, a new right winger, or maybe a striker, like a backup striker. For the money we could sell David De Gea for, if it wasn't for that fucking contract, if he was making half as much, we could make 100 mil off him. Yeah. But because he's making 350, 400K a week, pocket change. It's hard. It's hard to get rid of that contract. Oh, yeah. And he's not going to want to go that easily either. No. So. No. It's a problem. Well, I mean, I do feel bad. 10, 11. <laughs> That's crazy though. And Bro, you gotta I was, admit, though. I was fucking dying. Yeah, you got every gotta, single kick. Yeah, you gotta admit though, it's it's rare it was, to see those. No, times. that was that was actually very cool. Like, if it wasn't my team, I would have been super excited about getting to that moment. Right. You know, keeper versus keeper, like that's fucking incredible. Yeah, it, but it's rare when that happens. I mean, literally, cause... literally the worst penalty I've ever seen taken. <laughs> Bro, the Villarreal keeper fucking banged that shit. Oh, yeah. Right in the right top care. corner. Yeah, he didn't care. Banged that shit. And you know what? That's a, As a keeper, that's what I think you should do, you know, like after practice. Just work on your penalty kicks and just set it down. And um, who was it? Matt Reese hmm. for the New England Revolution. Yeah. He was always one of the top penalty takers when it came to shootouts for the New England Revolution. Because he literally had his back turned to the goal. Whistle blew. He turned around and drilled it top right every time. Every it was perfect every time, right in the corner every time. Keepers knew it were coming was coming. They never tried. They never tried to stop it because it was always a perfectly hit ball, and that's what you need. You need that. You need as a keeper to have that one trick. It's like um, so like defenders are always told, hey, if you've got to make you know have at least one trick in your bag have at least one, you know, step over or something like that. Just have one trick in your bag. As a keeper, your one trick needs to be just a perfect penalty kick to the top right every time. Yeah. Or to the left every time. Just perfect every time. Yeah, but that's just, it's just, like I said, though, it's just rare when that happens, though. Yeah, it's rare, but when it sets up for it, yeah, like penalty kicks are rare as it is, rare as it is, like... Imagine just being able to be the keeper that's like, yeah, I just bang PKs in the top right and you don't have to worry about it. Matt Reese was a fucking god for that. <laughs> I loved Matt Reese. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I, just, uh, I mean, I can see your frustration. It I made me so it. fucking I mad, man. I, I feel like it's all coming back and I'm just getting frustrated all over again. I can just see it. I should, we, should we even talk about like what happened during the game? <laughs> That's up to you. So, so, <laughs> so Villarreal's goal came in the 35th minute. Yeah. Um, 29th minute, I'm sorry. Gerard Moreno. It was a fucking set piece that once again we couldn't clear out, and it just fell to Gerard Moreno, and he finished it, and it was fucking you know, good for you. And then hits halftime, gets to the 55th minute, when um, Ezra Cavani ends up tying it up, Rashford actually drilled a shot from outside the box. It bounced off uh, and ended up getting blocked, but just fell fucking perfectly Perfect. for Edison Cavani, and he just slotted it right home, yeah. ran over, grabbed the ball, and was like, let's go, let's get ready. We weren't ready. Maybe you guys weren't ready and for then, a final. And then 
what was making me mad was just seeing Villarreal keep making substitutions for the whole fucking game, the whole game, and then we don't we make six subs in extra time. <laughs> six subs, man. In extra time. In extra time. Fred came on for Mason. Uh, Tuan Zebe came on for Bailly. Daniel James came on for Pogba. Juan Mata came on for Juan Basaka. So we were clearly like, these are our penalty guys. Because Juan Mata hasn't missed a penalty in, well, speaking of which, six years. You know, the exact opposite of a... <laughs> He's a legend. Juan Mata is a legend. <laughs> and then uh, Alex Tellis came on for Scott McTominay. Once again, I was surprised because I would have, I would not have been mad to see Rashford pulled earlier for Daniel James. But I'm not gonna lie. I did look at my look at the bench for United, and I was like, "Oh, we're in trouble. We are in trouble." <laughs> there was there was nobody that I was like, "Okay, we can replace we can replace some uh, Marcus Rashford. We can replace a like flag for Mason Greenwood." That was like, there is nobody. Literally, all of our good attackers were on the field to start the game. And it's that's why I think when all of them started getting, all those guys started getting subbed on, I was like, "Yeah, these are penalty guys. These are penalty guys. We have no other chance." I, I don't know. I think honestly, like, okay, you get you want to get rid of the air. you get rid of the air, and you get rid of Paul Pogba. I think you guys have enough money to bring in three solid players. Honestly. I would love three. We that's the problem is United needs. Three positions that need to be fixed. We need a center back so that he can be the pairing with Maguire. Because while Bailly is injured, you know, we need somebody that can fill in and it's not Victor Shitty Lindelof or Axel Get the Fuck Out of My Life to Anzebe. <laughs> you know, we need a central defensive midfielder to, you know, get rid of Fred Flintstone. And we need a right winger. We've you, needed a right winger for a while. So you basically, it's like, Attack, midfield, and defender. Yeah, that's basically what you yeah. need. Just three of those. And my and problem, my good. problem is though, is like we replace those guys, and it's like cool, but now we still have no more depth behind us. Yeah, I mean, you got Bruno, you got Bruno, and if you get somebody to help Bruno, I, I so know. that was that was what really fucking pissed me off too after the game. It seemed like the only people that were truly bothered with losing a Europa League final was Edison Cavani and Bruno Fernandes. They were the only guys that seemed truly fucking upset. Fucking Bruno was breaking down in tears. Edison was in fucking such disbelief. Yeah. Like, that was their fucking game. They should have had it. And I think it just all went to fucking shit, and it just didn't. It just didn't work. It didn't work. Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, of course, you know, me and you, we always bring out, bring down the Europa Cup and whatnot. But a final is a final. A no, final no, is a final, no matter what. Exactly. What it is. See, that, yeah, exactly. Like I said, I shouldn't care about the Europa League final, right. but I care about Oli getting his first fucking trophy. Yeah, it's just like, for example, like me, you know, I. Whatever final I play in, I want to win it no matter what. Yeah. And yeah, I'm upset if I when losing the final. Yeah. You know, second place, nobody wants it. You know, but you just want 
players to show more. Uh, I don't know. I more, can't. more just anything. Yeah. Just desire. Yeah. There just you go. Anything more desire, for a trophy. Just, yeah. Anything for a trophy. Yeah. It's like, will I celebrate? Would I celebrate winning a Europa League as much as I would celebrate winning a Champions League? No. Would I celebrate winning a Carabao Cup as much as I would winning the league? No. But I would still fucking take those. And it seems like those players... Who was it? Was it Rio Ferdinand? I think it was Rio Ferdinand on Sky. Came out and was like, Manchester United seems like a team now that is okay with losing. And back in his day, losing was not okay. At any fucking point. No. These players are like, okay, we, we, okay, so we lost. It's it's fine. Whereas Rio gets cr- talked about. He talked about being crushed. Oh yeah. If they lost to Chelsea. Yeah. In the league. Yeah. It's, talked about getting being crushed if they lost to Liverpool. Like. I I think times times have changed. I guess in the soccer world. I guess uh, some are okay with losing it. I guess I'm assuming. I mean, me like I said, me I just I have that competitive. Competitive, competitive drive to always just want to win. Yeah, you know, and so I see some of these players, and then they're okay with it. So I, I think Cavani and Bruno, to me, that like they have that desire, like how we just said earlier, uh, to want to win. And where I respect them the most is because they kept that second place medal on. You know, there's players that take them off and whatnot, and just pissed. I get it. Those two just. Left it on, disappointed. Bruno's just crying his heart out because he lost the final, and it's just I, that's why I respect those two just for that, you know. So it's like uh, was a while back uh, on e- I think ESPN posted a picture of like it was like a high school game, and it was like a high school uh, final uh, football. Yeah, and the team the the winning team is getting presented with a trophy. And then you've got a dude from the opposite team is sitting there at, in his own end zone just staring at that, at that team, just staring and watching. That dude is going to be dangerous. Oh, yeah. And that's the kind of player that you want. That's the kind of guy who's like, I'm never going to be standing here ever again. Yeah. I'm going to be up on that fucking stage, and I'm going to do whatever I can to get that trophy. And that is what... We need that. That is the kind of desire that you want out of an athlete, yeah. out of a star player. Like yeah. we don't have that. United has two guys that are like that. I would have expected everybody to be crushed after that. Seems like nobody cares. Nobody cared. Nobody, nobody cared. Does. I mean, like I said, a final is a final. You never know when you're going to get to a final again. What if this is United's last final and then never make it to a final again? Well, that's just not going to happen. But I'm saying. Actually, Same. it could happen. These fucking Glazers have no idea how to invest in the team. So, it could happen. I will say, though, so Ole got it wrong today. I'm hoping he learns from his mistakes and, you know, he gets it right in the Champions League final next year. I doubt it. Champions League I think, final. I think he'll get it right <laughs> next year. Connor, right now, we win the quadruple. Uh, uh, Speaking of which... Uh, 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 Speaking of the Champions League final, yes, we're going to move on to a good note. Good note. Round of applause. Round of applause. Saturday. Saturday, we had a pretty big game. 
It was the Champions League final. Can you get the fuck out of here? Just say hi. freaking out. Get out of here. I fucking hate that clown. That's so messed up. We had a Champions League final. Yes. Chelsea won. Man City nil. Fuck you, City. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey, City. How's that? Uh, how's that quadruple looking yeah. right about now? Oh, remember, remember when they were talking about doing the quadruple? Yeah. And remember now, they, they talked about doing the quadruple? Yeah. And, and then it became the triple. Yeah. And now, what is it? It's not even a true double. No. Because it's a Carabao Cup in the league. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's that was probably like the best part. So, out of the weekend. So that was going to be my my talking point. Was I was going to be like, look, you could say that City won a treble, but was it really a treble if it's not the FA Cup? You know, like, no. If it's the Carabao Cup, you know, whatever. FA Cup, league title, and Champions League is a true treble, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, luckily, we don't have to talk about that at all. Not at all. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, yeah, boy. It's, it's, it's crazy to me that the amount of money this guy spent to win a Champions League and has not been able to win the Champions League since like 2009. Yeah. So yeah, this is this is what I'm saying about him not being the best coach in the world. No, I, I no. he came to a team that was built to win the Champions League, and he lost to a team that wasn't. Built to built to win the Premier League. <laughs> like, you can't tell me Chelsea's going to win the Premier League with that team. Isn't it? Didn't he? Didn't Thomas Tuchel take over Chelsea like midseason or something? Like that? Eighteen games in. Eighteen games in. Chelsea. We were talking about how Chelsea. The beginning of this podcast, <laughs> we were talking about how bad they were. How terrible Chelsea was. Yes. Under Frank Lampard. Yeah. Like, super bad to the... We were just shit-talking. They were them. fucking awful. And then Champions League winners. <laughs> what the fuck? Thomas Tuchel comes in, <laughs> FA Cup uh, finalist, yes. Champions League winners. Thomas Tuchel... Ha- hey. Yep. Thomas Tuchel... I would not have been upset if Manchester United had picked him up. If, if, if Manchester United had grabbed him and, and dropped Ole, I would have been probably pretty upset. But winning a Champions League probably would have made me pretty happy. I mean, Thomas Tuchel went over and just turned Imagine that Chelsea that, team 18 around. games. Yeah. yeah. And 18 games in the Premier League is already a lot. That is. It's, it's a lot. And, and if you're not on the top five, you're already like, fuck. 18 <laughs> games trying to go into the Champions League. Like, you are fucked. <laughs> and this guy just took over and won the Champions League, and now they're in the Champions League for next year. They were already in it anyway because they were fourth place. Yeah. He had took them from ninth place. Ninth place all the way up to fourth place on the last day. Crazy. My guy, TT. Yes. Thomas, Thomas Tuchel. T squared, <laughs> my guy. Yeah, he... I uh, wish you weren't at Chelsea. <laughs> I fucking hate Chelsea. He, uh, but he, I respect you so hard. He, uh, he turned that team around. He turned that team around, like completely around. I mean, 
my respects to Thomas Tuchel, because holy shit, I mean, didn't come in with a lot of money for Chelsea, didn't spend over like a he, billion dollars. He has, he's had, hasn't had a transfer window. He oh, won the Champions right. League without a transfer yeah, window. See? Because he came in just after Christmas. Yeah. Which is when the transfer window closed, yeah. right? Yeah. After yeah. Christmas, it closed. I think, I think it's after Christmas. Yeah. Or, yeah. So, see, then that's what I'm saying. By the time you get to Christmas and you're like ninth place, you're like fucked. Because it's hard for a team to turn over that much. Yeah. And Thomas Tuchel proved that he can do that with the t- with with whatever players he has. My fucking guy. Yeah. Thomas Thomas fucking Tuchel. So God. So I think I mean the Germans have something down, I guess. I mean yeah. Thomas Tuchel, Klopp. You, you guys have I a mean, unique style. The Germans so, have a unique style so that I apparently mean, apparently it's working. It's worked. So I think I'm excited to see Thomas Tuchel and Georgian Klopp next season. Mm-hmm. I, I'm excited for that. Two Germans going against each other. Two, two coaches that turn two teams around. I mean, that's it'll be insane. it'll be a fun it'll be a fun series to watch. Yeah. It's too bad you guys are going to lose to a Norwegian. <laughs> yeah, I like how you, you can't just, beat uh, Norway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't beat Norway. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> holy shit! You can't beat Norway. <laughs> Oh, man. So, we can talk about the game a little bit. Yes. Um, so, I watched most of it. I actually, I'm sorry. I watched all of it. Right. I, I'm not going to lie. Right. I watched all of it. Sat there with a beer in my hand and did absolutely nothing but watch Champions League. Nothing and it was a good fucking game. Nothing wrong with that. It was a great, great game. Not just with how it ended. Like, if it, even if it's City had won it, I would not have been disappointed with how... Yeah. It was how it was played. It was so much, just perfectly like it was spells of Chelsea, and then spells of City, and then spells of Chelsea, and then spells of City. I really thought, I thought at some point City might tie it up, but I I, wrote, I actually went back and rewatched the the game. I can't say they really ever had a chance. So. Speaking of uh, German redemptions, <laughs> uh, oh gosh, where am I? There we go. So, the only person to score a goal in this game was Kai Havertz. Uh, German that was brought in along with Timo Werner. Oh, by the way, um, if you're ever wondering about Timo Werner's skill, I can tell you that he does not belong in in the Premier League, nor any top league. The so, man had three chances before Kai Havertz finally scored. Yes. Three fucking chances and couldn't finish a ham sandwich. So I listened I listened to, 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 this, to this game, right, at work. I listened to it, and by the sounds of the commentator, I... I mean, the commentator had, like, basically no break, it seemed like, for yeah. the first 45 minutes, just going back and forth. <laughs> like, like literally, like, just talking nonstop, like, like, it, it like, was, like an auction. It was that, yeah. yeah. So, I, I was amazed, just by listening to it, and then if you can picture it and whatnot, okay, you know, if you have that, whatever. But, Tim, 
it's just one of those players where you're like, how did this guy become a professional soccer Bro, player? Bro, since he left Germany, he has not – he just has not been good. The one I'm thinking of in particular, he got the ball about nine yards out. Granted, the way – the pass came in a little awkwardly, and it settled on his, like – it kind of settled in between his feet. Yeah. And it you could see the second where he des- had to decide how he wanted to shoot. And it looks like he tried to decide to go bottom right with his right foot, but decided mid-swing. <laughs> and it ended up just being a fucking dinker that... Um, not Mendy. Who's the keeper for City? Uh, Ed- Edison. Yeah, Ed- Ederson. Edison. Yeah, that Ederson ended up just fucking... Was just right there. Literally, He literally kicked it right at him. And... He had four yards of space right here on the left side, and he had nine yards of space over here on the right side. And he couldn't find two yards on this side, and he couldn't find seven yards on that side. <laughs> like it, it was like he had it was wide open, and I really thought that was going to be the moment because we had talked about him getting fucking redemption. Yeah. Like how much of a redemption would it have been if he had scored? In a Champions League final, after all the shit he had gotten. Yeah. Nobody would be talking about all the bad stuff. They would be like, wow, he scored a goal in the Champions League final. But no, we're sitting here still talking shit about him. (laughs) Missing three opportunities. (laughs) I don't know. It's it's just... I'm sorry, Timo. Maybe you find for him next year. (laughs) I doubt it. But the German that did score... Kai Havertz, pretty well-worked goal. I thought it was pretty impressive. Yeah. Nice and easy finish. Put it away. I was like, hey, look, that's what Timo should have done three times already. So so I saw the highlight of that goal, and, of course, I was listening to it on, on, on the phone. And there was a point where the commentator said, well, Kai Havertz, or sorry, uh, Timo Werner was, I think, open to the left side. And... I immediately told myself, don't pass it to him. Don't pass Just it. Don't, no, exactly. Don't that's pass the thought it that, That's the thought that needs to go through every Chelsea player's yeah. head. Don't pass it to yeah. him. Yeah, and, no. and, and he said he's wide open on the left side. And I was just like, I think Kai Havertz should just go for it. And sure enough, he went for it and scored the goal. <laughs> so I could already imagine how it played out. And so, then when I saw the highlight, I was like, fucking it. So here's the thing, too, is if you go back and look at it, if he had passed it to Timo, offside. Guarantee, yeah. No, he he would have been offside. Yeah, Literally, where he was, it would have been offside. Yeah. And I was like, oh well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, see, that's <laughs> an interesting fact about Kai Havertz didn't score any Champions League goals. I think like the, for the twelve first twelve, the, matches. The 12 matches. Yeah, he had that was his first Champions League goal. This first season. Champions League goal, yeah. and it's a fucking Champions and League winner. Final, yeah, fucking a. I mean. Tim, Tim, though, I don't know. Oh, man. I, I think they should just loan him out somewhere in Turkey so nobody knows his name. <laughs> so I actually felt kind of bad. So City ended up um, – City might have had a chance to kind of come back, but in the 60th minute, uh, Gabriel Jesus had to come on for Kevin De Bruyne. Kevin De Bruyne, as everybody knows, is how City – functions as an offense yes everything goes through kdb everything 
So he ended up having to come off, and I think that really kind of swung the game. But at the same time, you really can't say much because Thiago Silva had to come off for Chelsea. Exactly. I mean, so you lose, you know, your best defender gets taken off, and then the other team's best attacker gets taken off. I was worried when Sergio Aguero came on. Yeah. <laughs> I was very, very worried. I, I, I was. Uh, I saw that when he came in. You know, again, I, I saw like the last minutes of it, and when he came in, I told my fiance, "Shit's about to go it's, down. It's about to happen." Yeah, I was like, "This guaranteed that this son of a gun is gonna get the fucking ball the last minute and the ninetieth minute and just fucking like, score fucking a goal, score and tie it up." Yeah, and and every time he would like get the ball, I said, like, "Oh fuck!" I I felt I felt like though everybody saw that coming, yeah. which is why Chelsea the second Sergio got it. I think he touched the ball seven or eight times. Yeah. But every time it happened, boom, two guys smashed him. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, they just smashed him. They just knew. They just knew. Um, I was happy, though, the moment that Tuchel – see, this is something Tuchel is good at that uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is not, is that uh, in the 66th minute, Chelsea subbed uh, Timo Werner off and put on Christian Pulisic. Yes. And surprisingly – so that whole, like, 65 minutes – or that that whole like what is that? Twenty minutes yeah. after halftime. Yeah. It was a lot of city. It was a lot of city moving, a lot of just Chelsea straight defending, a lot of just blocking shots, blocking out passes. Christian Pulisic comes on for Timo Werner. Suddenly the attack for Chelsea lights up. Everything can start moving back forward again. Yeah. Everything is going forward again. At Chelsea uh Pulisic actually had a pretty good opportunity to make a 2-0 at one point. Fucking barely, like... <laughs> if he hadn't leaned back too much, it would have been... Yeah, I think he so. Would've, he would have drilled that thing fucking perfect. But, I mean, you know, you can't really talk about half chances. No, like, no. So, you know, you don't give credit for trying. Yeah, so of course not. So, I mean, so, you know, I'm over there watching the game. Right, last few minutes. I saw that, and my fiance is asking me who I'm going for. I was like, I just don't want City to win at all. <laughs> so I'm cheering for Chelsea, <laughs> and uh, I see him get that ball. I was like, it's going to go fucking in. Do it. Oh, Do my it. God. <laughs> Dude, I, like, jumped up because I thought it went in. It looked like it. looked like it, it right? Looked, yeah. It, it was, looked it, like it was it the was best like, opportunity Chelsea had had that half. Yeah. Like. Yeah, because I was like, holy shit. First American in the Champions League final and score in the Champions League final. Holy sh- But it didn't happen. Really, really <laughs> makes me wonder if, uh, what if Timo had been on the bench and Christian had started, yes. what that offense would have looked like. Because we were talking about mentality. Yeah. Pulisic is the kind of guy that wants to win every game. Every time, no matter what it is, no yeah. matter what is going on, yeah. he wants to win every game. Every time, yes. Timo's like, I just want to find something. <laughs> He's like, yeah. I just want to find form. Yeah. And Christian's like, Fuck form. Yeah. Let's go fucking win. Yeah, yeah. Don't matter. Toe poke it in. It doesn't matter. That's what I love about him being American, bro. He's probably like in the. He's probably like in the locker room, just punching dudes in the chest, like, Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. And then. Get- Timo Werner, then he misses, and then he just goes somewhere else. <laughs> I heard Timo actually missed the bus on the way home, too. Uh- <laughs> Dude, that guy, holy shit, man. There, There's a picture going around that he even missed the crest 
sign. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he had to, <laughs> oh my god! He, he tried to point to the Chelsea crest, and he pointed like at his shoulder. <laughs> and his crest is done. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> bro missed his ch- Bro missed his crest. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you win the Champions League, and that's the meme that comes out of it. Think about that, yeah, man. I think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if. Yeah, you win the Champions League, and that comes out of the whole thing. That, that, not the fact that N'Golo Conte probably needs to be a Ballon d'Or winner. Yeah. Not, you know, not the, no. him <laughs> missing his crest comes out. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think, uh, I think he, I think he, I think they should like sub them out earlier to put Christian Pulisic in. I'm assuming. I think. Um, I think. Tuchel saw what was going on and realized we need to spark the attack back up, yeah. which is why you bring on Pulisic because he's a he's a free flower. Pulisic is a free flower that will like make runs wherever he. It doesn't matter where you put him; yeah. he's going to be all around the field. He's yeah. a Sunday league guy, yeah. you know. He's a Sunday league yeah. guy. Like he he'll he'll make runs all around the field. It doesn't matter, you know. He'll drive at guys, yeah. but that's what they needed at that point. Oh yeah. Because clearly, you know, Timo wasn't finishing anything, and he had to find some kind of way to, you know, get their attack back going. And that was the right sub. Yeah, I, Captain I think America it was, came on, yeah. and I think it was, I think it was just enough to really kind of put the fear into into City. I, I like, think so because like, they uh, they backed off a little bit. Yeah, I mean, they, but just, that first twenty minutes of the half, yeah, they were sitting in. Chelsea's territory, the entire yeah. all the all the players, literally every single center back was in their half. Second, Pulisic came on and started attacking again. You saw backing up. You saw Stones backing yeah. up. You saw Diaz backing up. Like they weren't, they didn't feel like they were free flowing. You yeah. know, they weren't going for it as hard. Yeah. I, I, so, uh, you know, of course, I think Chelsea deserved the win. I mean, it, it was a good game overall. Uh, I did see City did have two opportunities. Uh, first one was in the first half. I think it was a, a ball from uh, Kevin De Bruyne. I think. Yeah, yeah. To Sterling. To Sterling. Wow, that was I mean, amazing run. That was a beautiful run. I'm not gonna lie. That was like holy shit from the back. The way he did it. Yeah, yeah. It was it was nice. Yeah, but Sterling is is Timo Werner. <laughs> yeah. I haven't yeah. seen Sterling score in so fucking long, yeah. dude. I mean, so that that was, oh, it was actually from Edison, actually. Oh, was it? Edison? Yeah. Oh, so, that's right. Yeah, yeah the through ball. So, yeah, the the, so, the fucking launch from the yeah, it was like a goal kicker free kick. Yeah. So that one yeah, was yeah, really played, good. And play it was literally right over everybody, and Sterling just beat uh, Rudiger on a foot race. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, I thought he was gonna put that one in. That was probably like the I, first dangerous play that I saw, and yeah. from the highlights. And then, of course, the second one that came over, uh, I can't remember who's the one that hit it, and Mendy was not going to be able to do anything about it. It went just a little bit over yeah. that, that crossbar. Yeah. I was just like, holy I shit. Will, I will say, though, for the most part, uh, Chelsea's defense fucking shut it down. Yeah. Chelsea's D was on point today. And yeah. And it's, it's like it, they, it just didn't work out. No. Oh, see that? That's so. If you watch, yeah, if you watch the game, fucking Tuchel was ready to go. Man. Oh yeah, no, Tuchel <laughs> was on fire. Yeah, I tell you, I think it's just like Germans. I mean, 
Pop is like the same way. Yeah. Just that energy. And I think that's what teams need. Just that energy and that confidence. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're gonna respond. I mean Yeah. So they aren't they aren't there just to like do a job. They yeah. want to hype everybody oh, yeah. up. Yeah. And Tugel was going nuts on his on the side. Oh, like yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, see, Foden had a fucking good chance there, and Rudiger just shut him down. Yeah, like, uh, Foden was another one that I was hearing a lot on the commentators. I mean, F- Foden, I really think if City can find a way to get Foden more involved in the attack, he's already involved. But if you make everything go through Foden, I, I have no doubt that City will find whatever the fuck they need. Yeah. Because that dude is next level. Yeah. And I don't think I don't think Phil Foden gets enough credit. No, I don't think so either. He's so, so good. Yeah, he's good, and he's only twenty-one. Yeah, twenty-one. So, uh, I, you know, Foden, uh, he's he's a good player. I honestly think he is. Another one was uh, Gundogan. I yeah. mean, he's also amazing. Yeah, so I think I think that's why you know when De Bruyne, I've, I've been talking about that when De Bruyne went down, I thought um, when De Bruyne went down, I thought City was done. But then Ilkay Gundogan came in. And I was like, "Wow, I guess they're all right." I've been yeah. saying that. I think I think Gundogan was probably needs to win uh, Player of the Year for the Premier for, League for City. No, for the Premier League. Oh, for the Premier League. I thought he was the best player out of anybody. Right, because he came back from injury and just turned that team around. Right? Did it? Wasn't it the no, same? No, so thing? he was never injured. Oh no, he was never injured. But He's- still, he like. The amount of, like, when Kevin De Bruyne went down, yeah. City didn't miss a beat. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, that's what and it was. And it was like, didn't miss a beat. He was actually City's top scorer in the league. Top assister. Like, I, the, and just the amount of control that man has in a midfield yeah. is unheard of. Oh, yeah. It's unheard of. I've never seen a guy boss a midfield like him. Yeah. I mean, it's... <laughs> I don't know. It's just crazy to me. It wasn't enough to win a Champions League. No, no, of course not. (laughs) So, okay, so then here's my next question. Then, uh, Do you think the Kevin DeBrenna hit was a red card? No. I wouldn't give it a a red, to be honest. Because people keep saying, you know, I've been seeing, like, all these things pop out on social media that it should have been a red card. I would have given... If you got to give that, then you're going to be carding everything, and Gundogan would have been off also. Yeah. At some point, because yeah. there was because he, he, he got a yellow in the 35th yeah. minute, and then he was pestering Chelsea players oh, yeah. the rest of the game, yeah. like fucking dragging them down, you know, cutting oh, them yeah. off, and it's like, it's like if you're going to give that a red, if you're going to give the the foul on De Bruyne a straight red, then Gundogan would have had to have a second yellow at some point anyway. All right. Just my thought. Like, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, because because even I think uh, Belgian coach, I forget his name, but he he was saying should have been a red because of course it's one of his players. Yeah, yeah. you know. Oh yeah. But yeah. I honestly don't think it was a red. I mean, that's that's how you play the game. I mean, yeah. if you want to call it cheating, it's a Champions League final, bro. Sorry. Yeah. Like, I I honestly think reds are not going to come in this game unless it's fully. Fully deserved. Yeah. So if these are going to be yellows. Yeah. Because because honestly, Cause you I, don't want to be you don't want to be the ref that gives a red card nah. to a guy and then have everybody storming your house. Yeah. Like, so I I think uh, it was it was a good. I mean, that's how you play the game. That's if in a champions Champions League final, any final, 
World Cup final, you're going to do everything in your power to try to win that game and to try to stop that player. Yeah. So I honestly don't think it was a red card. I think it was it was just you got to play the game that way. I mean, you want to exactly. stop somebody, that's how yeah. you're going to stop somebody. Yeah. So. And frankly, if, if you're pissed off about the fact that there wasn't a red card, like if that's what you're complaining about, you – yeah, you clearly have one. You're clearly thinking one way. Yeah. Like, oh, of course. They're clearly yeah. thinking. Well, City would have had a chance if that if they had been <laughs> up by a man the entire game. Yeah. Like let's let's be honest. Let's yeah. let's think about this. You were clearly thinking one way. Like yeah, yeah. Because uh, I honestly, like I said, I honestly think it, I don't think it was a red. Second point of this also is referee, probably one of the best. Oh yeah. I've seen. Yeah. Uh, Calls were great. Fantastic. It was just... Fantastic. Yeah, it, and it's super rare to see that. You know, we always, you know, giving referees shit too, but this guy just set an example to all referees, basically. I forgot I forgot who it was, what, what his name is, but yeah, no, he he refed a great fucking yeah. game. So, I yeah, props so, to props what props is due. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. you know, usually work, looking at refereeing, yeah. but... He let them play. Yep. He made the right calls. Yeah. He made, you know, the he understood that this was a cup final. Yes. So he's not out there trying to make this game all about himself. Nope. You know. He, he just let the game play. If it's gonna be dirty, it's gonna be dirty. He didn't I like how you said, you know, Gundogan was just pulling players down. He was doing everything in his power because yeah. he wants to win. Yeah, because he so. he's a he, the ref knew this yes. is what these guys are here for. Yes. It was like they a, want if they want this is how they want to fight it. Let yeah, them fight. That, that's that was that was perfect. I mean, like hearing it, like just listen to it, and then ref is not calling many fouls, and he's just letting you know the play go on. I thought that was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Even just listening to it, I was like, "Fuck yeah, this <laughs> is a fucking game. This is like an all-out war game. These guys want to win. Referee understands." what they're going through and what needs to happen to try to win the game. So mm-hmm. it, it was just, I think he did great. I think it was a right call, you know, no red card or anything like that. So that's, that's props to him. Yep. So, I mean, I feel bad for uh, Kevin De Bruyne because I think it's like fractured bones. I think it was because he, he's a fucking hard. It was, that was hard. That was a hard hit. It was, I mean. it was hard, but at the same time, like I, when your head kind of makes that movement, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, you're, yeah, you're kind of asking for a yeah, little bit. Too, he did get fucked up, though. <laughs> he did, because he, he, like, he was, swelled up. Yeah, he was walking off, dude. He already had the black eye. Yeah. I was like, yo, he got fucked up. Yeah, so. But, I mean, Good you know, game. at the same time, I viewed it as a, as a, you know, eye for an eye a little bit. Yeah. Because, you know, um, Thiago Silva. Thiago Silva got got taken off, yeah. and then Jabrani got taken off. Yeah. So it's like, eye for an eye, you lose your best player, and then Chelsea loses a good player. Like it. It was a great game, though. I, it I, was it fun. Was, it was it was a fun uh, listen. It was fun listening to it, and then I enjoyed watching the last few minutes of it. So I, you know, when I got home, I put it in Spanish. They cut it off real quick. I had to go to like CBS, I think it was, just to see them celebrate it. I was like, what the fuck is this? Uh, <laughs> you know, but it, it, again, it was, it was fun. It was fun listening and watching the game. So congratulations to Chelsea and to all you Chelsea fans. Congratulations, Chelsea. Congratulations, Thomas Tuchel. And uh, congratulations to my betting account, which won Chelsea. I put 50 bucks on them at plus 400. Nice. Got 250 bucks. Hell yeah. I had also put... 
fifty dollars <laughs> on course. City. <laughs> of course. To, I was like, yeah, but City was going off of plus one seventy five. So apparently the books thought it was going to be a draw and go to extra time because the draw was like minus one hundred five. Really? So I was like, just no extra time. That was all I cared about. <laughs> just don't go to extra time. As long as it doesn't go to extra time, I'm going to make money on this. Yeah, no, it was it was a, it was uh, phenomenal. I mean, that was a fun game to watch. So, I mean, I got some fun facts for it, but we'll say that towards the end. So, well, we'll what are you to the end? Huh? Towards the end for what? Well, when we talk about our fun facts that we do. Oh. So, so yeah, congratulations, Chelsea. Thomas Tuchel, great Well done. Versions. Fuck you, city. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you see the city fans? There were none. Oh! <laughs> Bro, I felt it was so f- I, I, It was good. It was good. Remember? <laughs> it was good. Remember how we were talking about if City doesn't win this season, it's a failure? Yeah. It's a complete failure. Failure! Congratulations, you won the league, but did you win the Champions League? But no. did you win Champions League, which is what that squad was paid for and built for? Basically. Champions no. League. No. <laughs> Sorry, no. Nice. So, I guess, I don't know, that's really it for games. So, do we want to move on to uh, the Euros? We can talk a little Euros? Yeah, we can talk a little Euros. Summer, summer soccer. Like, literally, summer, summer soccer. I'm so excited. Summer football. The first game, first games appear to be, what, June 6th? Yes. No, I'm sorry, June 13th. So, so check that out. June 13th, Euro starts. June 13th, South American soccer starts. And I think that same week... Gold Cup starts. Yep. So that's a lot. Yep. That's from morning till we go to bed. So so the first game awesome. first game for Euros is Turkey versus Italy on Friday, June eleventh. And then Saturday we have three matches. Sunday's three matches. Man, it's gonna be so fuck. I'm so happy. Oh. I'm so happy. This this is what I look for in the summertime. Hell yeah. When it's this kind, like Euros, just straight football. Because there's time, there's summers where I have nothing to do. Yeah. And then there's no football. <laughs> Sucks. Sucks. So we can talk squad announcements. Um, I guess I'll take the England squad. Yeah. Okay. Go for talk it, talk a little bit Go about the it. England squad. Um, so it took Southgate, Garrett Southgate, a little time to uh, announce the squad. He's got a provisional going on. He still hasn't announced a full squad yet, the final roster. Still? Yeah. That guy is ridiculous. But. His biggest, the biggest thing that was talked about was whether or not Trent Alexander Arnold was going to make the roster, and he actually got invited into the provisional squad. But in England's one nil defeat in an international friendly against Austria yesterday, Trent Alexander Arnold had to come off the field with an injury, so he will probably be missing the the Euro squad. I think that was probably the biggest thing that I've noticed about it. Oh, and Mason Greenwood is not on the England squad for some fucking reason. Because he, he has a a minor injury, so he wants to take the summer to re- fully recover. What kind of shit is that? It's like, ah, I cut my toe. I need to recover the whole summer. Fucking guy. Why are you so mad? Because... Bro, you kick with that toe. 
No, fuck that, man. It's, I've it's seen you. You're real. all toe, all right? I've seen you play. You're all toe. A goal what is happened? a goal is a goal. Remember what would happen if you cut your big toe? Hey. You would not. Be, I did not mean to spit at you. My apologies. <sighs> I, I, it's just some beard wax. Don't worry. <laughs> fucking guy. I get amped up. <laughs> Again, if I was playing in a Champions League final and I need to sacrifice a toenail to score... I, 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 you better believe I'm going to do it. How many times have I told you if it's the 90th minute in the second half of a Champions League final? Well, yeah, obviously you're going to put your toe I'm through it. You're going to fucking care. dive. I don't care. If somebody <laughs> touches me, I feel anything, I'm diving. Okay, so, but, but you understand then. Like, if, you know, you get a toe cut, like, it's going to be a little hard to come back. But he's, he's not going at all because yeah. he wants to recover. What kind of shit is that? Well, he's amped up for next year. Mm. I don't know what to tell you. Um, yeah, that's really like the only problem with England right now. It seems like everybody else is going to be good to go. Harry Maguire uh, appears that he will be ready to go. He didn't play in that game against Austria, but I think he's going to be ready for uh, the beginning of the Euros here in two weeks. I don't know. I mean... Southgate was having such a hard time deciding what players to take. Just make up your mind. 30-man fucking squad, man. I know. He's got to find out. The problem is, too, is he he still has four keepers. So one of those guys is out. Alexander Arnold's out. And they got to get down to 26. 23. 26. Well, now I don't even know because before it used to be 22. I think it's a 26-man roster. I see. Before you so, see 22. all they have to do is get rid of two more guys. And I think Connor Cody is going to get cut. The uh, Wolverhampton center back. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, I'm feeling better. I think Aaron Ramsdale is going to get cut from uh, as keeper. Um, I want to say Ben Godfrey gets the cut. Or Ben White, defender from uh, Ben Godfrey from Everton, or Ben White from Brighton. But I think everybody else is good to go. Oh, Calvin Phillips is still iffy, too, from Leeds. Yeah. Calvin Phillips is still injured. So they don't even know if he's going to be ready to go. Um, I mean, so he, he's, he can be saved. He can be saved by injuries, almost. Yeah. He's gonna have two injured players get sent to, sent home, and then he just has to cut a keeper and maybe one more defender or one more attacker. Yeah, I mean England has such a crazy squad. I mean, it's so deep, it's man. Crazy. It's it's so deep. It, it reminds me of the year when Spain had just like nothing but midfielders. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, I mean that's. But but again, I mean, I think uh, I, I know Trent hasn't had that great of a season with Liverpool. Did he deserve to not get called or get called? I'm still 50-50 on it. Only because, yeah, he, he had moments where he showed he's that quality player from last season. But then there was times where he was just not there. Yeah. You know, so I, I, I can see why he was having a hard time deciding to take him or not. So I think this injury, like how you said, was probably like, what is it, a blessing in disguise, I guess? Kind of. Yeah. It, so. The only problem is is that it really does kind of hamp, uh, hamper that uh, right that back. wing defense, yeah. you know, because he's, he's right back, right? Yeah. 
So that really kind of hampers the right back position. I mean, left back is already solved with Luke Shaw. But then right back, do you go, I don't know, Ben White, maybe? Maybe. Not even sure. Godfrey? I don't know. Can Kyle Walker or Kieran Trippia switch sides? No, oh, Kyle Walker. Maybe. Kyle Walker, yeah. Yeah, Kyle maybe. Walker, maybe. Like But I mean, other than that, I think I think oh, it's gonna be England's gonna be scary. Uh, England's England gonna is have, gonna be scary. Uh, are they taking uh what's his name? John Doe Sa- Sancho? Uh no Jaden Sancho. No. No. Oh, I'm sorry. I lied. Jane oh. Sancho, yes, because he's an attacker. I thought it was a uh, oh, defensive. I, I was going to be like, whoa, they're leaving but, him out. Um, so that's actually two guys from Borussia Dortmund because Jude Bellingham is also on that squad. Mm-hmm. And Jude Bellingham is a fucking monster. That dude is so fucking quick. I'm excited to see what he can do. Yeah, England is going to be a, a scary team. The zeros. Yeah. I mean, it's on paper, they seem like the team to win the Euros on paper. Yep. But then we all remember when England had that squad, what, 2001 World Cup? Stephen G., Frank Lampard, John Terry, Michael not everything. Not everything works out all right. No, so. <laughs> not everything works out all right. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, yours, um, yours is going to be fun. I'm excited for it. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll be talking more about it next week. Definitely. Because we got basically a whole other week and nothing else to talk about. Yeah. (laughs) And it's going to be nothing but Euros. Yep. And, uh, yeah, CONCACAF. And Comebol. Comebol. South America. That's going to be all you. I can tell you that right now. I do not give a shit about the Comebol. The the Comebol is like, (laughs) it's so different. If you watch a game, it's like a war zone. (laughs) And I love it. It's like what we were talking about earlier, Ryan Reeves. That's all you see in South America. Nothing but Ryan Reeves. Even forwards are Ryan Reeves. Yeah. They all fucking just fucking kick, <laughs> dude. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. Next week. Next we week. Talk about that. So, uh, I guess we talk about news then. Let's talk a little news. So, so okay. So, you know how we were talking about like uh, the Chelsea Champions League final and whatnot. You know, so I have a little fun little fact about Champions League. So we already know it's the beautiful sport, you know, the beautiful game. Everybody loves it. I mean, some people don't love it, but. Not a lot of people here. But. Yeah. <laughs> so check this out. It is uh, considered the second largest audience to watch the game since 2011. Really? Yes. 3.65 million viewers. Wow. Yeah, on English and Spanish language television. Oh, shit. So yeah. everybody was tuned in then. Everybody was tuned in. Everybody was excited to see this. Yes. Everybody was excited to see it, but but still remains the highest number one viewing, Barcelona and United. Yep. 2011, 4.15 million. And, and you know, and it's so funny because I does. Patrice Evra had to waken the giant, <laughs> dude. So that, that's so you know that kids. We were just talking about that Pep Guardiola winning 
Champions League final was like last one was 2009, but I, it, I was wrong. 2011 was, I think. Or was that when... No, yeah, that was the last time because Sir Alex was still in charge. Yep. So I think... What I, what I think the reason why it was that much viewers, it was that hype. Ronaldo and Messi, better yeah. players. I mean, it still dragged on even when Ronaldo moved on to uh, Madrid, but that's what it was. Yeah. It was... Messi versus well, Ronaldo. Well, that's also, you know, the two most storied clubs in football history. Yeah. Like, yeah, let, so. let's, let's, you can come at me with all the bullshit that you want for <sighs> Liverpool, but it's like the two biggest brands yeah, I think yeah. right now are Manchester United and Barcelona. And you saw those two guys go head to head, those two teams head to head. I mean, you got all of Spain versus all of India, you know, rooting. Like, it, it, it yeah, that joke went right over your head. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, it's a, uh, it's 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 a, uh, it's amazing though. Like, 2011 is still the most viewed game in Champions League history. So I think that's pretty cool. So and then I got another one. It's it's kind of funny. So you remember that guy, Morata, Alvaro? Yeah, you remember yeah. him? So you know, he, in 2018, you know, he was uh, at Chelsea. Check out. So I thought it was interesting how much bad luck this guy has. He was at Chelsea when Atletico Madrid won the Europa Europa League, okay, 2018. Then he moves to Atletico Madrid in 2019, right? Right. All right. Because then Chelsea won the Europa League that the next year. Isn't that isn't that funny? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's like as long as ever, as long as he keeps moving on, it, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, and then twenty twenty one, he Murata is at Juventus, loses a Serie A after nine seasons when Atletico Madrid wins La Liga and Chelsea wins the Champions League. <laughs> doesn't that suck? Uh, I, I think that fucking sucks. <laughs> I think that sucks. So yeah, fuck him. Fuck Alvaro Murata. Yeah. So there's there's that from Champions League, and then I have another kind of little fun fact. Uh, Sir Alex Ferguson, most trophies as a manager, forty nine. Sadio Mane, fastest Premier League hat trick, two minutes and fifty six seconds. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? What? What are we? What are you talking about? Fastest Premier League hat trick. Okay. Two minutes, 56 what, seconds. What was that about Sir Alex Ferguson? What? 49 trophies. The most, <laughs> most is, in history. You... This, is, this is like little fun facts. Are you... okay. Fun facts. Oh, so you're, just, you're just going through stats. Okay. Yes. Unbreakable right. records. Like, what are we talking Un- about right now? Unbreakable <laughs> records. Come on, man. Get it again. I was so See? confused. Yeah. I thought you were going to connect the two. I thought no. you were going to be like, Sadio no. Mane, 48 trophies no. won as a player. Or something like that. <laughs> See? You're not paying attention to me, man. I'm so confused. Leo Messi, now, now I'm bitter about it. Leo Messi, four Ballon d'Oros in a row. <laughs> so, a uh, little bit of news on that front. Apparently, Lionel Messi, there's rumors, uh, willing to re-sign a two-year contract with Barcelona. <laughs> Apparently, nobody else is offering him the money. There's no way. Didn't we talk about that? Yeah, nobody's going to pay him a million dollars a fucking week. Like, no. I'm sorry. That's just... That's fucking crazy. That's so much. That's a lot of fucking money, dude. That's so much fucking money. <laughs> right? Did it, didn't we say he makes more than uh, Patrick Mahone, right? 
That's what we were talking about. Uh, close oh, to it, yeah. Yeah, see? Holy fuck. I think per game, Patrick Mahomes makes more, but... Because Patrick Mahomes only has to play 16 games. Yeah, okay. I see, I see. Messi has to play like... 20-something games. Yeah. It's like, if it's per match or per week, I wonder. <sighs> is that... Yeah. Does that I change? Just, like, I just know. Does he get paid per match or per week? I just know he's getting a million dollars, basically. Yeah, like, a week. A week. That fucking guy. Do you think it has to do because Punawero is uh, going to the team? I could. I believe it. Okay. Also, uh, Ronald Coleman apparently will not be fired as manager for Barcelona. So that uh, Barcelona will not change at all. <laughs> no. No, Except for Punaguero coming in. So we'll see if that changes some things up. Yeah. I think. Uh, Kind of feel bad for Griezmann, in a way. I think this season. No, Griezmann was good, but was he next level? But at the same time, why are they bringing in a thirty-four-year-old Kun Aguero? I don't even know. A guy that can't even get regular minutes anymore on Pep Guardiola's side that just lost the Champions League. Yeah, I don't know. But I do know Barcelona since they signed Kun Aguero, in like in my mind, right. They have the perfect old school setup, a four four two. No, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where does Messi play? That's the thing. In my head, in a perfect world, in my world, Messi would just be a winger going up and down. Oh, just do right side, just right the side, time? the whole okay. Side, like okay. old school, four four two. That's that's all I'm saying. Okay, I just all right. I mean, Kuna, I like it. Yeah, Kunawero with, with Griezmann, Aguero and Griezmann yeah. with uh, Messi feeding balls from the yeah. right side. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. In my too bad they have absolutely nobody else on their team that's worth any shit no. right now because no. that whole team is trash. <laughs> yes, but that's what I'm saying. Oh, oh, two. <laughs> I didn't name any other players besides those three because the other rest of them are kind of shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, other news I had noted, I had heard um, on Friday it was announced. Uh, basically back-to-back. Juventus sacked Andreas Pirlo. Mm-hmm. Also that same day, they announced Massimiliano Allegri will be coming back to Juventus. So the guy that had confirmed to go to uh, Arsenal is now going to Juventus. <laughs> Ain't nobody want no part of your club, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody wants any of that shitstorm that is Arsenal. Hey, even Antonio Conte is willing to go to Tottenham instead of Arsenal. (laughs) I mean, come on. (laughs) Man, do we feel bad for Arsenal at this point? I mean, Antonio Conte to... Tottenham instead of Arsenal, Allegri to Juventus instead of Arsenal. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's Arsenal. But that also comes around to um, Andreas uh, Andrea Pirlo, who's now obviously needs a job. Yes. Everton have sacked Carlo Ancelotti. Did, did, did they sack him or did they, he quit? They sacked him. Really? That's interesting. Which is interesting because now there is interest by Everton in hiring, hiring Andrea Pirlo. 
I don't know how he's going to do in the, in the Premier League. Premier League is totally different than Talent League. So the question is, what job does Carlo Ancelotti get, and when does James Rodriguez move there? Uh, this summer, I think Carlos Ancelotti will go to Real Madrid again, and Carlo Ancelotti will call James or James Rodriguez. <laughs> the return of James Rodriguez. <laughs> Because that worked out so well the last time. <laughs> so I read. So, okay. So, you know, I, you know, we've talked about James. And, and I've told you that like I don't like James Rodriguez. Yeah, you've made yeah, it very well. Right. I read that he did not make the Colombian national team what? for this carnival. Are you serious? Yes. He is not fit enough uh, to play. So it's an injury thing? No. Or is they it... just said he's not physically fit at all. What? For the national team. Bro, he was the only thing that had Everton moving. Uh, I'm telling you, it's it's just, he's just that one player I don't like. <laughs> and, I mean, he'll have one pro- probably one good game in the first 45 minutes. And after that, you just don't hear from him ever again after that. Yeah, but that hat trick will be remembered forever. <sighs> Dude. <that's> <laughs> fuck that guy. You're so mad about it. You're so I just mad. don't like you're that like, guy. So I don't mad. know what it is. <laughs> I just, there's just that player that I don't like. And I'm actually happy he didn't make the national team. Wow. Does See, he scare me for like against other teams? No, not at all. He puts no fear in any other See, team. See, I would have liked to have seen him. I would have liked to have seen him. I might have watched a Columbia game if he was there. No. I would probably turn off the TV. I would have been intrigued. I mean, we know that Brazil's probably going to win the thing anyway. It doesn't really matter. I doubt it. I don't know, man. That's talk for next week. That's talk for next week. But, yeah, he did not make the national team. Oh, well, what do you know? Good for you, James Rodriguez. (laughs) So, uh, I guess that really kind of concludes the – Manager pinwheel that uh, apparently keeps going because that's funny actually. Pirlo gets fired. Allegri goes here. Ancelotti gets fired. Yeah, it's, Pirlo goes over here. Yeah. Well, it, what if what if, what if Ancelotti ends up going here? <laughs> well, what if Arsenal get Ancelotti? That's not gonna happen. That's not gonna fucking happen. So, you, you, do you remember like a few like a while back we were talking about who could be the next Arsenal coach? Well, look, check that out. You got like three coaches to choose from, but it's I not gonna just, be Ancelotti. Just, just the, those dudes don't know what they're fucking doing. They're <laughs> they don't know what they're doing. Um, you got anything else you want to talk about? No, no, that's, that's basically it. Yeah, I'm really kind of done too. Yeah. All right, so uh, that's the pod. <laughs> Thanks for uh, listening to us rabble on for fuck, dude. We've been here for an hour and a half. Yeah, talking about two games. Yeah, I know, and I didn't think we were gonna about talk about just two games, but we did. We had a lot to talk about yeah. those two games. It's amazing yeah. what happens when we go in depth. You know, I, yeah. And I have a mental breakdown on microphone yeah, that really helps. That's fine. That's fine. I think we all have that. It happens. It does. Yeah, I think if we were to go more in depth in these games, fuck, we would be here for like three hours. Let us know if you want to hear a six-hour pod. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, so uh, yeah, that's the pod. 
Thank you, guys. We love you, and we'll see you all next week. And remember, you never walk alone. It's coming home. It's coming home. Liverpool. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.